Welcome to You Don't Even Like This Band, a podcast about bands you probably don't even like. We hope you don't know this one. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown, Andy Sell, and Travis Clark. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pod the Halif. Waka, waka, waka. I'm Adam Todd Brown. Twist. Uh, I'm, I'm Travis uh, fucking Clark. Hey, 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 who are you? I'm Andy. Andy! Hey, Travis. Yes, sir. Twist. Oh, there's the twist. Twist. Yeah. Do you have one? Twist. Thank you. Twist. Twist. I think we can all agree. I agree. Uh, this is a big day for us, for one thing. <laughs> it's a big day mm. we have, for Cornstery. We have turned a corner. We have. With a K. We have definitely turned a corner. This is episode four, so we're more than halfway home. Ah, oh, we can see the cornfield from here. Yeah, well, we can see the light at the end of the cornfield. Sure. At the end of the we're corn ghosts, maze. We're, we're ghosts coming out. Of the corn, we into all died. This Dyersville, is our hell. Right, right, into right. A baseball field in Dyersville, right. Iowa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Next yeah. to the Ertl Factory, Fieldy of Dreams. I think is yeah. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Fieldy of Dreams. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Starring Kevin Cornster. <laughs> 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 we just uh, we passed a milestone. We finally tried corn coffee <sighs> before the podcast. <laughs> we tried. I feel like we more like we passed a kidney stone <laughs> more than was, a milestone. It was shockingly bad. It tasted like it was made by the band Corn. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes like somebody put a knife in my mouth. You're still drinking it, though. Yeah, you still have. Of the three of us, you're the one with a cup. I got to see this through to the end, you know? I can't have things falling away from me. You have issues, man. I'm a freak on a Hey, let's talk about the issues. That's next let's episode. Let's focus on the... Oh, yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. What are we talking about this episode? Um, I'm still trying to get oh the taste of, of rusted death out of my throat. <laughs> I got to tell you, it doesn't get better. No, it's only gonna when I when he opened when Adam opened the bag and I smelled it. I went, nope, this is not gonna go well. It tastes bad, right? And then and then there's an aftertaste that's even worse. Mm-hmm. And then five minutes later, that aftertaste gives birth to something. That has new dimensions of pain. So it is like listening to the band Corn. Like it's just a disappointed anger that say, keeps building on itself. It's way worse than listening to the <laughs> oh band Corn. God, high praise. It's I would agree. <laughs> I I think the only Corn song I've heard so far that is on par with this is All in the Family. <laughs> That's the so only this, thing. So if I'm understanding, Corn Coffee is All in the Family in a cup. Yeah. Okay. It's, that is it's, accurate. <laughs> it's All in the Family in your mouth. <laughs> it's it feels like two guys it feels like a guy in a tracksuit and a guy in cargo shorts and a backwards red hat are yelling homophobic slurs at each other in my mouth that you poured hot water on yes yes, yes. yeah it, it was surprisingly bad they didn't send me my sweatshirt that's the best part of this <laughs> so far my now. favorite part is the sweatshirt is the only reason to get the coffee yeah and yeah. you now have to contact Corn customer support, all with K's, all K's. Oh my God! Corn customer corner, all with K. Um, I think. Look, how can I assist you with your problem? I think the joke's on us because I don't think that this was ever meant to be drunk. I think corn coffee is made is made specifically for people to hide drugs in. When they're, oh. when they're getting on a plane or when they're driving cross-country. Or for super fans to, to just d- display it among their collection. Yeah. Kind of like the... Yeah, uh, you're, you're supposed to put it next to your Jonathan Davis action figure. Right. Or your Larry the Cable Guy fish batter. You know, like, <laughs> put, put it on that shelf. Right. Yeah. yeah. Your yeah. novelty, semi-celebrity-endorsed product line. Now, if you do ever want to try good coffee that has a band name on it the drive-by truckers oh that makes sense have a brand of coffee that is made by i forget the name of the coffee shop but it's a really famous coffee shop in athens georgia and for a while you could buy drive-by truckers coffee at their shows and it was really fucking good i do want to try that i i just figured it out it's it's the malort of coffee Fuck, I'm not even kidding. Like the 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 middle ground taste after the initial taste and the before the aftertaste sets in is like what's in your mouth after you drink a shot of Malort. It's yeah, that. it's not unlike that. Yeah, which is I think the what which you're is referring hairspray to. and semen. Oh, I was gonna say regret. 
Uh, that too. It yeah. tastes like Jonathan Davis's bachelor party. <laughs> <laughs> so well, now we know why he seems that way. If he drinks this, yeah. Oh yeah. god. Ugh. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'm sorry. We can't recommend it. No, we are nothing if not an honest podcast. I, I apologize because I wanted to love it. <laughs> I did too. I came. I am a self-proclaimed coffee snob, but I came into it hoping. I actually hoped I would at least go. Oh, you know, like in terms of a diner kind of cup of coffee, it's great. No, I've had better cups of coffee in Waffle House. And like see, it, uh, yeah, I'm not a coffee snob, so I thought I'd be able to take the. Oh, come on, it's not that bad. You're just being a coffee snob. No, it's, no, it's bad It's times. objectively terrible. It is really no. fucking bad, man. I think I'm only drinking it still because I like. I, I feel like I'm substituting for my self-harm ritual somehow. It tastes like something that you clean industrial machinery with. It tastes yeah. like that after they clean the industrial machinery with it. Like and then ran it through and a then coffee ran pot. It through a coffee pot, yeah. <laughs> While playing corn music through the coffee pot. Yeah. 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 So we're talking this week about the Family Values Tour because we kind of glossed over that last time, and it's a pretty pretty important aspect of Corns. Cornstery? Cornstery. And one thing, I think, I don't know if we get into it in this episode or the next episode, but the thing about Follow the Leader, two singles. They only released two singles, and then they moved on from that album. So there's also not a ton to what? talk about before issues come out. I'm trying out. to remember. So it was Got the Life. And, and Freak on a Leash. Oh, oh, yeah. Duh. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. yeah. yeah. And Got the Life. And that was all they released for singles from that album, which is shocking. So we're, we're going to talk about... The Family Values Tour a little bit. We sort of glossed over it. The FVT? Last time. The FVT. A seminal moment for the band Corn. I don't like saying seminal as it pertains to Corn, but. No, because they, I think they put some of their seminal in their coffee. <laughs> right. Corn's <laughs> <laughs> coffee is seminal. And I don't mean that as. Corn's <laughs> coffee tastes like what I think Satan's cum would taste like. <laughs> God, it's so bad. So uh, before we get into the Family Values Tour, we kind of left off the last episode agreeing that all in all, corn seem like all right dudes. That was before I tried their coffee, but yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, they did seem like they at least had their hearts in the right place. And they, they do another, another cool thing before the Family Values Tour happens where this is after Follow the Leader is out, so they, they should be out doing as much promotion as they can. And they're booked on the one European OzFest stop of the year, and they end up canceling it because Monkey came down with meningitis. Monkingitis. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and... It's literally in the notes, monk and giant. Oh, no, that's – but I read it wrong. That's why they left Lollapalooza, which we talked about on the Not last Ozfest. episode. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's why they left Lollapalooza because kinda, of the Because my eyes are so sounds... fucked up, it looks like it says monkey tits to me. <laughs> I got monk and from listening to too much jazz once. <laughs> that's Thelonious monk and I think, is what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's the not bad that's... one. Yeah. <laughs> like Hodgkins and non-Hodgkins. Mm -hmm. uh, they had to, they canceled their lone OzFest stop, a show they would have played with goddamn Black Sabbath. Jesus. Which, for any band, would be exciting. Because Head's wife was nine months pregnant, and he wouldn't have been able to do the show with him. Uh, does she go by just Head's wife? Like, <laughs> yeah, she, she actually yeah. goes by Tails. She's, yeah. Her name is Tails. <laughs> oh, just Heads and Tails are coming into the party, everybody. But they had the Family Values Tour coming up. Oh, I don't so even want to think about why he likes to be called Head now. That's really bumming me out. Yeah, and he's the yeah. super religious one, too. Now, is he? Oh, Brian Head. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder Wait, if, why does he like to be called Head? Because he probably likes this? getting blown, right? By Jesus. By Jesus. <laughs> no, I think it's got to be because he, he was a tennis player, and he liked the company what Head is, that made tennis uh, rackets. That's a Head. And wouldn't he is be, it really? Yes. No, it's Head. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't he be like Brian Love then? Because we all started Brian off Deuce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call him Deuce because he's the shit. Except he's not really. So oh, they... no, Brian Wilson actually because Wilson also makes I mean, tennis yeah. balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's very confusing. I'm sorry, it's just uh, I want a Beach Boys uh, uh, tribute band. That's you mean made a Beach up Boys? Up. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that just plays Beach Boy songs like Corn. Yeah, that would be pretty fucking great. Yeah. Uh, so okay. they they as we talked a little on the last episode about they they haven't had great festival experiences up to this point. We talked about the big day out thing. So the big day out thing, that's when they played with Courtney or with Hole and Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson yeah. and both Hole and Marilyn Manson were too good for corn. Right? right. Yeah. Okay. Just so we're I just wanna I just wanna remind people of that that Hole and Marilyn Manson were too good for corn. Right. Yeah. Which is absurd. Yeah. <laughs> and around this time they play a show in Japan with this is the lineup. Whoa! Garbage. That's a great the lineup. The Prodigy, Bjork, Beck, Elvis Costello, and Ben Folds 5. One, that is the most aggressively 90s lineup possible. Yep. 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 But it won't surprise you at all to know people didn't really accept them in well, this they are environment. Super out of place on that lineup. Yes, right. So, yeah. so that's a lineup where, like, yeah, they are too good for corn. <laughs> it's not like... But it's also, like, one of these corns is doing their own thing. Yeah. Like, it doesn't yeah, fit I mean, anywhere else in that lineup. I mean, the, I those acts are all very different from each other, too. And I wouldn't argue, like, Garbage or The Prodigy are too good for corn. Mm. Like, they're fine bands. Same with Ben Folds 5. I've seen him in concert. I'd rather see corn. What? That's insane. All his songs sound the fucking same. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. Uh oh. Yes, they do. <laughs> what if Ben Folds joins Corn? The Corn you... Folds Five. The Corn Folds Five. <laughs> ben Corn Five. Ben Corn Five, and I don't care. Ben Corn Five, and I don't. Me and Travis don't get it. I okay. don't get it. What is that? Yeah, what are you doing? What is that? Andy, explain your Andy, joke. Andy, what was that? I don't know. I heard somebody say it once. <laughs> Ben Folds cracked corn, and I don't care. Those acts are all very different from each other, too. But they flow. The they exception, flow. They do flow. Garbage into Prodigy, Prodigy into Bork. That is, b- yeah, Bork. 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 <laughs> Bork. Bork and Bindi. <laughs> I loved that. That was, uh, yeah, was Steve Irwin's daughter and Bjork. Yes. <laughs> that was their show. <laughs> Bjork is a fucking space alien, though, so that actually would be good. Nanu, nanu. <laughs> That's actually hello in Icelandic. I feel like this would be a weird time to see Elvis Costello because the late 90s weren't uh, he, This is when best. he went on he's, Saturday Night Live yeah. with the Beastie Boys, though. Yeah, and yeah. he's kind of having this resurgence because in about two years he's going to release like a really good record. I forget the name. But it's li- that comes later. Yeah, but it I'm just was, saying he's, in, that, he's in, that, in the throes of kind of reclaiming the rock part of his- Yeah, his, I suppose. Yeah. What was that album- that he Not released. doll parts, but it's something along that thing, right? Am I? Am I? Uh, Celebrity skin. Yes, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> but I feel like that album might have even been sooner. I know what album. It's got the song "Doll Revolution." Doll right? Revolution. That's what. It, yeah, which yeah, yeah. the Bangles covered. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the name of that album, but it. I feel like it wasn't a great time for Elvis Costello. He was sort of coming back, but. Yeah, corn fits weirdly on that lineup. I wonder where they played. When I Was Cruel is the name of the record. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wonder if they headlined. (laughs) Like, well, look at that. (laughs) What? (laughs) Look at that lineup in 1999. Maybe Beck. Bjork and Beck. I think Bjork is headlining. Bjork and Beck could both headline that in 99. I feel like I don't know. Actually, yeah, Beck, Beck, I don't know because this is before Sea Change. Yeah, or it's around that time. This is around the time of Midnight Vultures. Yeah. I'm going to say Bjork headlined that. I one. think Korn probably headlined. Really? I if I I'm was, going with Bjork on this if one. If I was putting on this festival at this point in history, Korn would headline that lineup. Ben Folds 5 was pretty big Does then, Japan too, though. Do but they head- weren't Ben Folds 5 has never been Korn big. I've never seen a concert in Japan. <laughs> That's like, the is- most depressing thing That's anyone's funny. ever no, said. No, it's not. He's fine. <laughs> Does Japan do headliner kind of thing or they just kind of give I feel like they give everybody the same amount of time. Well, probably it's Japan. Right? Yeah. The fans go up and tear down and set up the equipment. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's the other thing. We got to keep in mind. That's the other thing. This is in Japan, where there's like uh, there's there's enough people for subcultures that like there's v- like wildly varying stuff culturally that gets a lot of attention there. Yeah, like, they have a huge jam band scene in Japan. Yeah, but also a huge rockabilly. They're scene. They're called Japan bands. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew about the rockabilly. Yeah. I didn't know about the... And Grindcore. They have a lot of uncomfortable scenes in Japan, too. Like, there was a big, big uh, black culture scene. What? 
where it was just Japanese uh, well, girls dressing up yeah. like Nicki Minaj and shit. And now it's Latino culture. Sure. Where they're uh, doing all, all the stereotypes, yeah. pro- except probably listening to Morrissey, which is the coolest one. Oh, yeah. Mexicans for Morrissey. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah. Well, Do we have any I Japanese listeners? <laughs> Do we have any listeners in Japan? They're probably on army bases if uh, okay. we do. All right. But <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure someone out there. This is a quote. Konnichiwa, bitches. Konnichiwa. <laughs> Twist. This is a quote from Jonathan Davis about them on oh, festivals. Oh, here we go. We go to these goddamn festivals and no fucking love at all. It's like we're in our own little world. We're not that goddamn scary. What the goddamn fuck? For once in my life, please love me. I'm in corn. That is I don't know where to the begin. Subtext of every corn pretty much lyric. And it's every- also pretty sad though. Is he saying please love me because I'm in corn? Or is he saying please love me I'm in corn as in like I have nothing else. I, I need love. I think it's like when you go to an AA meeting and you have to go, I'm in corn. <laughs> Hello, Jonathan. <laughs> you know, like it's just you yeah. have to declare that at the end. Also, we're not that goddamn scary. I mean, they're not, but like scary, no. Off-putting, yes. Yeah, but yeah. I, but, but I mean, like, I, you know, I can't speak to you know what Japanese audiences would have been like, but like American, you know, status quo middle class shit at this time is still like looking at corn like, oh, you guys, you guys are too much. Which, of course, like, if you're into, But that like, was what they wanted. Yeah, but so then he's like, but now you're scared? It's like if you put on a werewolf mask and jump out at somebody, and they go, ah! And then you're like, why did you scream? It's just me. Jonathan's reminding me of a certain young man who's no longer with us. Me? No, you're still here. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt. He reminds me of Kurt with this, like, he's I want Kurt, this thing. He's yeah. if Kurt grew up in Bakersfield. <laughs> yeah. He's the Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Corn Bane. But I do think this speaks to what we talked about on the last couple episodes, where Corn, even if they're not the greatest band, you kind of feel bad for them. Absolutely you do. Absolutely you because do. Because it's not really their fault that everyone was listening to Corn at the time. They yeah. were just the most popular band. Yeah. And musically, they were like nothing else that was happening yeah. at the time. Yeah, they were. J- they were, I mean... You know, like prototypes well, in aside, pop culture, there was definitely yeah. shit going on that was like this that was better. Yeah, it just but, wasn't. It didn't have yeah. as much. But it's ears like the Beatles yeah. thing too, where it's like, you know, the Beatles did stuff that was already going on in the underground, but like people, there was no broad audience for it right. until the Beatles. Same thing with Corn. I hesitate to compare Corn to the Beatles. Why wouldn't you? But it's it's kind of a Jonathan thing Davis where... is the. Uh... Oh God! <laughs> pick pick one. He's got, he's John. I you mean, think he's John? On. Yeah. You think John is John? He's not Paul. Jonathan's John. He's not Fieldy is Paul. No, he doesn't have Fieldy a good enough Paul? sense of humor. Fieldy's the lead songwriter, so he's got to be one top one or two. Well, then who's the Ringo? David Silvera. Okay, so we're just assigning everybody who it's in their Same normal instrument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Head is Billy Preston. The fifth beetle? Oh, right? yeah. <laughs> I like that. So then Monkey's George. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Because okay. he's, he's going to die. <laughs> and he's super religious. Yeah. Makes sense. So, so yeah, that's, I yeah, feel you, like that is. You do feel bad for them. Yeah. It's yeah. it's kind of easy to. And you, I get why so many people who are like, oh, I'm an outsider. Like, I get why they, they identified There's kind of a corn. There's kind of a Mr. Smith goes to Washington Capra-esque sort of quality to it where it's like they're kind you know they're they're not worldly dudes really they they're from this the place that they're from uh and they have their you know the stuff that they're into and they're not exposed to a lot else but then like they suddenly get super big and thrust into this world of this like cynical world of veterans and you know, mega stars and leeches and middle manager, manager and freaks people, on leeches, freaks and, yeah. on leeches. <laughs> but they like they get thrown into this world that's very complex and noisy. It's like the you know, it's like the cowboy in the big city kind of thing. It's a Jimmy Stewart in the yeah, yeah. They're of thing. the small town kid who did well, and now they're on the big stage and nobody, they're in over their yeah, head, yeah. way over. The, yeah. and their monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a quote from around this time. It was Cheryl Crow, and <laughs> she mentioned the band Corn specifically, and then she was like, in all these other younger bands, she was like, do they even have any chops? Can they play a Boston cover? And it's like, can you play Freak on a Leash? No. Like, can your band play 
falling also, like, away from me. All of her songs written by like a team. <laughs> no, <laughs> she no, writes she's a like songwriter. That. Yeah, like, no, she does. She's a songwriter, but it's like I like if she got up there to throw down on a corn song, I'd be like, "This is stupid." But crows, what are you trying to do? Crows and corn are famous. <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! That's a good point. Oh shit! Historic rivalry. Fucking broke me. (laughs) Jesus Christ! I want I want Corn to to have a new member (laughs) named Scarol Crow. And then they just do Cheryl Crow covers <laughs> with like an, an effigy of her hanging in the back the yeah. whole time. Yeah. They'll call they'll call the album Cheryl Crow. <laughs> yes, that's great. Oh my god! Also, in their opinion, this is referring more to them setting up Family Values, the the Family Values tour. In their opinion, Lollapalooza was too diverse. Whoa, 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 <laughs> wait, whoa, 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 wait! Whoa. Is this about Ice Cube again? Wait, I don't mean racially. Oh. Okay. They meant from a having too many genres on one bill hurts ticket sales. And they're right. And they were right. Yeah. They were right, but also things were so expensive at this point still that like you couldn't The reason I feel that festivals are popular now is that no one pays for music. So the only time you really spend money on music is to go to these giant festivals. But back then, this was 1999. Yeah, right, still... but the, I remember the prices for Lollapalooza getting Unbelievably expensive. Well, that's, and CDs were still twenty dollars. So that, it's like you had no money to do all of this shit. Yeah, that was the thing. Though Lollapalooza ticket sales were going down, but stuff like Ozfest and Lilith Fair and the Warp Tour were doing really well. Warp Tour was pretty affordable. Ozfest, I think, was pretty pricey too. Also, yeah, I maybe, went to. I actually went to Warp Tour this I year. I could have sworn you were going to uh, say Lilith Fair. I swear <laughs> to God, I went to Ozfest. I mean, all, honestly, all three of those would be on brand for me. Yeah, so, true. Like like Lilith Fair, I could have gone to Lilith Fair. I definitely could. I've I've never been to Ozfest. I was supposed to go one year. It's fun. The year that Iron Maiden was playing. Oh, I was fun. supposed to go that year, and then I ended up not being able. I to saw go Rob that. Zombie and System of a Down and Ozzy Osbourne. I think you talked about this last time because this goes against Zombie's whole argument of like I can't set up in a festival environment. Well, yeah. he he ended up on that tour. He did a stripped down stage show. Like he only. He actually wore a wore jeans and a white t shirt. Oh, you talked about performing. this last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was just him and his band. There was none of the theatrics. And still great because Rob Zombie's fucking great in concert. We gotta go see a zombie show I together. Would, I, I would, would go, love to yeah. go see I'm Rob Zombie again. Hundred percent on board. Uh, so they decided Family Values should be only the heaviest music. <laughs> What? Wait, how did you say that? The heaviest. <laughs> I put it in all quotes because orgies on the lineup. And so is Filter, right? Okay. No, I don't oh, know. Was that Filter... Family 2? Was that Family 2? It might have been 2. Yeah. Filter was on 1. Which Corn wasn't even on. Right. Which is amazing. They weren't even on Family Values well, 2. I love that it had to be the heaviest because the thing that most people take away from the Family Values tour is Stained becoming an acoustic band. Wait, really? Yeah. That was like the that was what broke Stain. Was that, that performance like, of outside? Yeah. is from the Family Values tour. That yeah. acoustic performance that yeah. everyone knows. Oh, and then they they have a studio version of it on their next album, and it's not as good. And they had they kind of took the full Sugar Ray thing, where it was like they were this aggressive yeah, yeah, band, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like they got known for this thing. It was like we only do that now. We, that's all we make. Sugar Ray. That'd be a fun podcast. No, and if they make coffee, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> So the first two bands to sign on to the Family Values Tour. I just want a pod. Is that what we would call it? Uh, Yeah, probably. 1450 Pod. Or or what was the name of the song they had on the Escape from L.A. soundtrack? Nobody knows. Nobody Nobody knows. Obscure Andy reference pod. (laughs) (laughs) So the first two bands to sign on, Limp Bizkit and Orgy. I love this part. They wanted the death. I like Orgy. Do you? Yeah. No. yeah, I'm not on board. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I don't like a band that gets famous off a cover for their first single. I, well, I'm with Limp Biscuit is also kind of that's what broke them when big was Faith. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah, but so they also had other hits after that. So Limp Biscuit and Orgy were basically cover bands that got famous. Kind of. Yeah. yeah, and they At were on the point. Family Values tour yeah. together. They were the first two bands booked. They wanted the Deftones, but the Deftones absolutely refused to go on before Limp Biscuit. I mean, they're right. <laughs> 
they're, they're but then, right. But then when he gets into the thing you're going to say next, I agree with this too. Yeah, this is a kind of a long quote from Fieldy about the Deftones not being on Family Values. We asked them almost to the point of begging them many times to be on Family Values because we're friends with them and we would have had a good time hanging out every night. But they said no, and they took a bullshit tour that they're hating right now. They were playing stupid like we're not going on before Limp Biscuit. Who cares when who goes on? I'm sure if we talked to Limp Biscuit, they'd switch slots. I told them that. We're trying to make a family thing and have a good time, but their managers talk some shit into their heads. Whatever. They're missing out on what's going to be the funnest tour of all time. I fucking love Field. Okay, I I do too. He's like I, their mascot. I, I love, love him it. too, but I got to say... I feel like he said that probably more chill than you just did. I don't know why. I feel like there was, oh, yeah. there was clicking this. bass strings in the background <laughs> the whole time. I mean, I, yeah, you, you hear him say that, and you're like, yeah, for sure. For sure, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, let's say the three of us go on tour, right? Uh-huh. And I'm not going to I say- fucking refuse to go on before Travis. <laughs> <laughs> We all go up at the same time. <laughs> yeah, with the Beersy triplets. Oh my god, I love it. And we just the sit- Beersy triplets. Have no, you no, seen them? no. Us going on at the same time and just oh that I'm into. Just over talking each <laughs> other the whole time and seeing what happens. Uh, yeah. Can we call it the um, the clamly vibe? <laughs> <laughs> That's a very that is a very yeah, obscure yeah. inside. <laughs> oh man, nobody. I live for these moments. I do Travis. too. Travis. It's uh. You know, my, hold, hold my clam. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so another point in Corn's favor when not not just when planning the Family Values tour, but in general. Go ahead, really quick. I so the de- the tour that the Deftones went on that year instead was Warp Tour. They, I saw them on Warp Tour that year, and that's where they had gone. And I think that they were one of the headlining acts. But Warp Tour. Is is that the one where they make you cook for everybody? Like the like um, some of those me? tours that like there's a hierarchy to the bands and like you have to oh, like cook yeah. for everybody, like barbecue for everybody. Fuck every- that. So they try and make it look like you're all like out having like the coolest summer and really it's like, no, you're cooking for the crew and everybody huh. if you're not the headlining band. And it, that like rotates That's... depending on like literally the like really big bands are sitting there like Cooking burgers for everybody, and yeah, it That's sucks. That's fucked up. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, Just have less bands and higher catering. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like the Vans doesn't have the money for that. Right. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, but Deftones were like, they were one of the headlining acts that year, because I remember they went on pretty late. Did people the, like the them? Because I feel like the Warp Tour wouldn't really be the Deftones, especially at this point in history mm. when new Metal is so divisive. Well, I feel like but I feel like had that weird crossover where like they appeal like even yeah, though they, they were, were a really, new metal band they they yeah. kind of rallied like old metal heads new metal dudes like everybody kind of was pro Deftones yeah. I had a Deftones record and I'm not really even a Deftones fan was it White Pony it sure as fuck was <laughs> everyone loves that album I don't think I've ever heard it it's I don't know if it aged well it's like 20 years old now yeah almost. I haven't and heard it in so it's long it's one of those things where you go like yep that's a 2000 record for sure yeah. it's not one of those like I could listen to this forever you know like there's a weird I could listen to this till the millennium happens yeah and then it happens and you're like this is already dated <laughs> yeah I think it was I don't know I think they were well received I don't know I think people were excited to see them but that was also like that was a weird year because it was also like Ska was was kind of oh yeah Ska was there but it was like kind of going away again and swing thanks was no big. doubt that same fucking year that Deftones were on Warp Tour uh, Royal Crown Re- oh, Royal Crown Royal Crown Review and the Cherry Pop and Daddies were on it gross and uh, uh, Kid Rock actually did a couple dates on Warp Tour that year I want Corn to have a horn section I want a corn section oh my god <laughs> that'd be amazing I just want a band called Corn K H O R N E and they ju- and it's like a, a brass band. That right, it's called corn. Follow it the corn. It's called yeah. Follow the Band Leader. And yes. corn, yeah. <laughs> they'd be called the Corn Section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, let's I'd, do it. I would love let's that. start that band. I play I, trombone. I don't. Know I don't. To, I don't know any wood. I'll or, teach you. I'll teach you quick. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. we'll get you on tuba. We'll be a. Why am I on tuba? A punk brass band. <laughs> We barely play our instruments. It's yeah. more about how the fine trumpet. Trombone. I, I want to be on trombone. I trombone. I want to be on the bone, bro. We'll all play trombone. 
It'll be three trombones. <laughs> three trombones. Yeah. That's, corn bones. Yeah, corn bone. We'll, we'll be called corn bone. <laughs> <laughs> so another point in corn's favor, not just when setting up family values, but in general, I like that they did this. Uh, one of the first things they did to promote the tour was send a letter to former Vice President Dan Quayle, <laughs> inviting him to a show. Did they hit the random machine? To well, like he's pick? kind of the one who coined the phrase "family values" in yeah, a really political way. The, the oh, Murphy I thought because of the Murphy Brown. I thing. thought that was Bush directly. It was Quayle. It's Quayle talking ah. about Murphy Brown being a single mom on TV. I remember now. And so they sent him this letter, dear Vice President. <laughs> It would be entirely inappropriate and remiss of us to not extend a personal invitation to you and your family to be on hand at any one of the tour stops on the Family Values Trek, September 22nd through November 1st. Since we believe it was you who brought the phrase Family Values to all of our attention, this tour is somewhat of a tribute to you. We'd be honored if you could come out and enjoy the sounds of corn, Ramstein, and Ice Cube, not to mention such artists as Limp Biscuit and Orgy. Listen to what you have created and look at what you have wrought. Sincerely, Corn. P.S. All excess oh. passes will be included with your tickets. All excess, All gentlemen. Excess. I feel like they should have worded that instead of Dear Vice President Well, It should have just been, Hey, Daddy. Or just like, Hey, little bitch. You want to come <laughs> to this? Uh... I like that. I think that's fun. I also am like, I do wait too. a second. When they say, look at what you have wrought. Yeah. Are they being like, we're the misbegotten bastard children of your failed policies? Like, well, I think if anything, it's an argument that Dan Quayle was right. We need two parents <laughs> raising children. <laughs> this is Murphy Brown's fault. This is fucking Corndus Bergen did this. Uh, nice. Oh, uh, did he go? We didn't go, right? There's no I way doubt. he went. It would be really fucking cool if he went. Monkey Sherwood Forest. Yeah, he did. He'll be Fontaine. Did he be? I'm just, I'm just stuck on this Murphy Brown thing. He'd be now. Dan Whale if he went. He'd be having the best time, bro. <laughs> this is a quote from Fred Durst. Oh, great! It's just, <laughs> it's just the right time in music. It's the right time in 1998. What? It's the best way to end off the year with a big boom. It's going to be out of control. It sounds partner. like he's going to fly a plane into a building. <laughs> well, he was Fred in a couple years. Durst did 9-11. We, we covered that. It's the best way to end off the year with a big First of all, your tour ends in November, bro. There's still another two months. Calm yeah, down. Yeah, but, you know, with Thanksgiving and <laughs> Christmas it. break. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the whole yeah, industry really over. dies it shuts after down. the second you're, week in November. You're going to have to wait till it's uh, pilot training season. <laughs> it's just the right time in music none of those words it's the belong right, in that but from fred durst's point of view it is because he's famous like it what happened. does that even mean it means that my bullshit that i make people like so it's the right time in music god i tell you the further we well go, he means for the family values to uh, that was okay. a quote about the family values. the further we go in this podcast the less the you know. more i'm like yeah for sure <laughs> The more I'm liking corn, and the less I'm liking Limp Bizkit. Well, we didn't leave. Oh, yeah. we didn't leave on good terms with Limp Bizkit. No, if I remember. No, correctly. but this is like finding out that your ex that you dumped because they cheated on you, like also cheated on you, like a score of other times you didn't know about. This is a bad analogy. Yeah, my point is Fred Durst fucking sucks, and he does. Fieldy is great. <laughs> Yeah, I even musically, I went into the Limp Biscuit podcast liking Limp Biscuit way more than Corn, and now I think that's yeah the other way around. Also, I've, I've, I've changed no opinions. <laughs> I'm, I'm exactly where I started. Uh, a large revolving stage had to be constructed to accommodate each band's elaborate touring oh, setup. I love this setup, including Limp Biscuit's thirty foot high toilet bowl. Which I saw Fred Durst come out of in person once. At least he knows he's a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but that does make me wonder about the Rob Zombie didn't want to tour with Corn thing. Because, I think it's because he just didn't want to Or didn't want to tour it. with Ice Cube. Yeah, I think it's because he didn't want to be there with a giant 30-foot toilet. Yeah. Well, he always said it was because they couldn't accommodate his stage setup. But they made this revolving stage uh, for that exact reason. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Also, too, I think it's... 
I wouldn't want to follow a 30-foot toilet. Maybe it was one of those things where they could do the toilet, but they couldn't do what he wanted. Or he didn't want to share the revolving. I don't know. That toilet is a spectacle. I, I, I mean, it's 30 feet high. Was that also when they had the cages in front of the stage, too? Or is that a different tour? No, I think that was a different tour. But the tour I saw Lent Biscuit on, they were headlining, and they were playing with System of a Down and Method Man and Red Man. And it was a fun That's show. That's a good lineup. Yeah, it was a really fun show. So did just Durst come out of the toilet, or did the whole band make like a clown box kind just of? Just Durst. The band comes out. They came out, I think Clown they- Clown commode. <laughs> I think they played break stuff first. Sure, you got to open with break stuff. And the band starts playing, and then <laughs> and then Fred rises out of the toilet like a piece of shit. <laughs> like a, a haunted piece of shit. <laughs> What that Fred fucking Durst thing is. you just can't get rid of. No yeah. matter how much you plunge and flush, it's going to come back up and sing break stuff. <laughs> you know what? I wish I had gone to that because that would be perfect for me. For someone like me who just wants to hear break stuff, I would go. I would see Method Man and Red Man. I would see System of a Down. I'd have a great time. And then I'd see this giant toilet and been like, well, I have to see what happens here. Does he come out and, and go, then- it's just one of those turds. <laughs> like, like, that would be what I wanted. That's when what- they played Faith. It was really fucking cool. Like the the arena fucking. Did they play Faith second? No, they. Then played... I would have missed it. Yeah, <laughs> it, Limp Bizkit was fun in concert. They were a lot of fun. I feel yeah, like also... I, bet, I still. I, I feel like I like when we were talking about going to that show at the Troubadour. Oh, the three dollar show. I y'all? wish we had gone to that. I do too because like Steve Perry came out and sang with Limp Bizkit. You know, like that's weird. I would want to be there for the weird. It's very part of weird. It. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, tickets for that sold out immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried. I tried to, yeah. Uh, Angie even tried. You know, this coffee. um, (laughs) It's not worth $3. Once it it gets colder. Yeah. Oh, is it worse? It's not as bad. That's impossible. (laughs) It still sucks, but. (laughs) That's uh, that's, that's, uh, what you're drinking is nail fluid. (laughs) You're soaking in it, Andy. (laughs) It's not made to be drank. That's, uh, yeah. So, Fred Durst. This is how Fred Durst described the revolving setup. It's like a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade. Oh my and God. every float is fatter. <laughs> what? I And that is spelled P-H in the quote in this book. I hate P-H-A-T-T-E-R. him so much. P-H-A-T-T-E-R. I hate him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see a vintage station wagon now without thinking of Fred Durst. And why didn't he say it's like Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade? Like, right? That's on yeah, brand yeah. for Fred Durst. Hardcore. Yeah. I, yeah, he fucked up there. Uh, at one point, Incubus replaced Ice Cube on the tour, which is a huge bummer. Well, I, Incubus. Oh, but like say if why you, though? If you if you squint, you know, and you capitalize the C in Incubus, Incubus, like you know, it's it's a kind it of the looks same. Like, it looks yeah. like Ice Cube. Do you think that's why they had Incubus replaced? <laughs> yeah, that maybe our pastor, <laughs> they didn't have like, to buy that many extra letters like, to like make yeah, somebody it work. shows yeah. up to the show and they're pissed that Ice Cube's not playing and they're like, ah, oh, I must have misread the poster. <laughs> Yeah, you just get rid- you put an N between the uh, I and the C, and you get rid of that E, and you put that in there, and you put yeah, a if, y- if yeah, I, yeah. If I take my glasses off, kind of. I saw Ice Cube a bus. And Ice I, Cube. Uh, so Ice Cube had to leave because he had to go film Three Kings with George Clooney. Yes. So I didn't know we were playing Mad Libs. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's fun. Which, so, if you've never seen it. Really good movie. It's a really good movie. Amazing movie. It's also the movie that is the reason George Clooney will never work with uh, David David O. Russell. Yeah, because David O. Russell is a horrible David O. Russell tackled him and punched him in the face. That seems like a bit much. Yeah. It's also the reason Infinity finally made a convertible. What? It's a big plot point of that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just know that they steal Saddam's gold. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's a Spike Jones movie. Go see it. 20 years years later, go (laughs) see Three Kings. At one point, they realized Incubus wasn't getting any catering on the tour. So, so they called WikiLeaks. They called and fixed it immediately. Uh, Brandon Boyd eats? Like, that's a wispy dude. I know. Yeah. Surprising. Uh, yeah. And I feel like that guy just eats yoga poses. So wait, so... <laughs> oh, okay, we're going to get there. So yeah. here comes Fieldy on the Incubus... <laughs> here comes Fieldy! Here comes Catering Fieldy. scandal. <laughs> and the lack of catering goes out to Fieldy. Fieldy brings it in with... This is his quote. If it costs us a little bit of money out of our pocket to have a band be happy, so it does. We bring bands out that we like. It's not like some bands that bring somebody out for ticket sales. Family values. It's a family. Fieldy Warren, 2020. (laughs) No, absolutely. Absolutely. Fieldy. Fieldy needs to be in office. He seems like a genuinely good dude. Yeah, I feel like. 
I feel like if it had been Fieldy instead of Bernie, <laughs> right? He might have might be in a different world right now. Yeah, <laughs> <The> top one percent. <laughs> I want to see James Adomian do a Fieldy character. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> That is so grave. It costs us a little bit. First of all, family values. It's a family. But I also like yeah. it if it costs us some money, so it does. Not so be it. Not like whatever. He no. phrases it. He's got so his it own. Does. So it does. I mean, that sounds like something they'd say in Battlestar Galactica. Dude, Fieldy War in 2020. So it does. That is a campaign slogan. Holy yeah. shit. That I is want a campaign a, I slogan. I want a button. I want a button. <laughs> I want posters. We need to print up some Fieldy War in 2020 Fieldy shirts. So it does. Yeah. So oh, it does. for sure I'd wear that. Yeah. Uh, the tour was relatively hassle-free. Fieldy War in 2020. Except that Jonathan Davis your, your was family. on it. <laughs> Well, they had to cancel a show in Phoenix because Fred Durst and Jonathan Davis both came down with the flu, probably (laughs) while hurling homophobic slurs that rhyme at each other. (laughs) Hey, what's new with you? Heard you got the flu. Maybe it's because you got weird teeth for a Jew. Like, that would be like a thing. (laughs) What? That would be for a Jew. For a Jew. (laughs) Even though neither. Those are uncharacteristic (laughs) Jewish teeth. I'm very confused. Corn fused. Corn fused. Corn fused. So they say the tour was relatively hassle free, but was it tassel free? Because corn has tassels. Do you got to detassel yeah. corn, Travis. Yeah. Do you? Oh, you it. the actual vegetable. Yeah. I got it. Not the band. They don't no. have tassels. The, they maybe. might. They might. Now, they might have t- grown them. I bet over if you the pulled years. that Versace shirt off a of, <laughs> off of Jonathan, you'd be surprised at what his nips are rocking. <laughs> <laughs> Nips are rockin'. Oh, I got some tassels on. Uh, the band started to sort of hate each other on the tour, which that's normal. That just happens. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised it's, it took as long as it did. Yeah. By all accounts, both Monkey and Fieldy especially started going insane. But on the bright side. And the side, up the day, got no brain. Was Cypress Hill on the Family Values At one point. At one point. Yeah. yeah. They were. Uh, but on the bright side, that all happened as the tour was coming to an end, and they had a six-week break coming up. Also, huge success. This tour pulled in six point four million over twenty seven dates. Fuck. How much of that would Courtney Love have killed them over? Uh, how much of that <laughs> was all of it. How much of that was incubus catering money though? <laughs> like how much of that had to go out of pocket? It would have been seven point six million yeah. without the incubus catering. So like it does. Incubus are like Soylent guys. You know what I mean? I feel like that this was before Soylent, but I True. feel like they would be into Soylent. They'd for sure be a tofu heavy band. I met the guy who founded Soylent. Really nice. Yeah? Yeah. I went to his 4th of July party a couple years ago. You ever had Soylent? Was it not catered? Was it just Soylent? <laughs> just Soylent. Just grilled Soylent. Was Incubus there? I never I, had it. I've wanted to try it. I like it. I don't mind it. I've had Huel. It's oh. Human. Travis has yeah. had Huel, Andy. It's human I fuel. I don't and know it that is. is. Uh, it's... It's the same idea. The, like Steven Seagal's energy drink? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Steven Seagal's energy drink and corn coffee might be the same thing. <laughs> so during their break, Jonathan Davis gets married and has porn magnet Matt Zane throw his bachelor party. This is a quote from Jonathan Davis. He does fresh new shit. Reverse gangbangs where this guy gets fucked by 18 chicks. He adds action shit in his movies. Stunts and shit. Reverse gang? A gangbang is a gangbang. Uh, yeah. This is a reverse gangbang. I mean, that's not even a gangbang anymore. I mean, it would either be still a gangbang. A reverse gangbang would be a group of people it- not fucking each other. <laughs> <laughs> like a corn concert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, among the stuff that was at the party, a dominatrix, a she-male... That's the book's words, not mine. Oh, that's, some, that's some fresh oh, new shit right there. Oh, gosh. And this is oh, also a quote. On. A little skinny girl and a big fat girl who put a double dong in between each other. Jonathan reminisced. It says Jonathan it say, reminisced. Oh, that's amazing. In the book. Like verbatim, those words exactly. Yeah, it says Jonathan reminisced. I knew that double dong. We uh, we toured together for a bit. Ass to ass. Ah, Yeah. Anyone ever seen Requiem for a Dream? Yep, a lot. Requiem corn for a uh, corn? I got it. Wow. <laughs> Requiem. Uh Yeah. Um, and this was his, like, bachelor party? This was his bachelor party. This was his farewell to my corn days. I'm going to settle down and be a husband. Right. I mean, he can still be a husband and have his I corn mean, days. He's not going to go around like Corn Days is my favorite festival <laughs> at the, at the, at the uh, Iowa County, at the Lynn County Fairgrounds. Big in corn Iowa. out. <laughs> um, so he's going to just go and 
do reverse gangbangs with corn. Right. No more fucking. But there's there's one more quote from the bachelor party. Then there was like an eight girl orgy. And I was right in the middle. This all sounds like what someone who's never fucked or seen a woman would tell you their birthday party was like. And you're like, oh, yeah, where did it happen? He's like, I also feel like he just. Actually, that, that is a province in Canada. That... Yeah. It's uh, it's right by Nova, Nova, Nova Scotia. Nova Cornsa. Sesquanchawan. Cornback. <laughs> Uh, Van Cornver next to okay. Monkey Real, <laughs> Field Berta, Cornterio. Um, uh, then he and his wife had a medieval themed wedding because, of course, they did. Uh, what, what does that mean? They all got the plague, and <laughs> probably yeah. They drank they, mead. They executed someone for witchcraft. Uh, everyone over the age of thirty-five was dead. <laughs> and they on... had sex with their cousins. Um, we didn't say Cornada that did. whole time. Oh, like wow, we, that would have made we? sense. No, no. no, the whole time we did that Canada thing, and nobody said nobody Cornada. said Cornada. Huh? <laughs> Cor- no one said Cornapeg. No. Oh my god. Okay. Apologies to Corn- our Canadian listeners. <laughs> so on February fifth, nineteen ninety nine, what I would argue is one of the weirdest aspects of Corn's success happens for the first time. They make their first appearance on Total Request Live. Oh my god! I just want to request Corn. I'm a freak on a leash. Ah! That's how it I for I went for about a year and a half watching a lot of TRL because it would be on in the morning. They would replay the previous day's right, episode right, right, right. in the morning when I was getting ready for work. So I would smoke a bunch of weed, take a shower, watch TRL. Corn was on all the fucking time. Were they buddies with Daily or like- Yeah, they would come up like this was the first time they appeared was February fifth, nineteen ninety nine. And I think it was to premiere the video for Freak on a Leash. And this has to be right around the exact time I started watching TRL because I don't ever remember seeing the video for Got the Life on TRL, which was one of the first videos they retired because it was so popular oh, and was just the number one yeah. video every day. I remember also the, the TRL replay because you would be getting ready for work and you're like, why is Tony Hawk on television at like eight in the morning? Yeah. This is weird. TRL was an interesting show. It's where Mariah Carey had that big breakdown. Yep. 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 I never watched it. I watched it a lot. Yeah. The replay. I never watched it live because I was, I was out of that age group, but yeah, I yeah. would put it on in the morning because it, it was, it was, you never knew what you're going to get. It could be a boy band. It could be corn. It could be Tony Hawk. It could be Mariah Carey. Yeah, it could be all of them. Fucking yeah. Oasis was on once. What? I always kind of associated it with like a boy band and like pop diva kind of thing. Yeah. Now they, I, I remember when Liam Gallagher was on, Carson Daly was interviewing him. And in the middle of the interview, Liam Gallagher goes, come out of the fucking window, mate. Or, I don't think he cursed, but he like keeps trying to get Carson went daily to come over to the window and he finally does and the camera follows him and liam gallagher points to an lg billboard and goes liam gallagher (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty fucking great that's great (laughs) (laughs) so yeah on february 5th they were there to premiere the video for freak on a leash and what i like about this video it gives it's a great video. It gives purpose to the guitar players fucking looking around at the skies while they play, because at least in this case, there's a bullet flying <laughs> yeah, around, right? Trying to kill. That that's a new metal. At. That's just like such a new metal thing. Is the the yeah? And at least this time they didn't look insane. They looked con- concerned. <laughs> <laughs> they were concentrated. This was a cool video, though. It was really fucking. It's a really cool. good video. My- I mean, like it's 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 just, it's got so much in it. That like is very much like yeah. you know prototype edge lord everything that was wrong with the nineties but it's still great like Todd McFarlane yeah. and like like my favorite pro cop, yeah. like vaguely pro cop but is it not I mean it's not at the end it's it, pro it, bullet and it, it's pro bullet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he tells the bullet to leave and it does that's my oh, favorite yeah, part yeah, of yeah, it. yeah it says go, go right yeah and it go. goes and it leaves it goes the other direction. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the video, the opening is an animation that is a continuation of the album cover, which that animation was by Todd McFarlane. Of Spawn fame. He did this animation for the video where a cop fires his gun in the direction of a little girl. And right when the bullet's going to hit the little girl, it tears through the animation screen. Yeah, it goes, hold on, 
Corn's over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have a job Corn. to do. <laughs> That's actually what Lee Harvey Oswald was shooting at. Was corn? Was corn? Forty years in the past, because Lee, Ar- Lee Harvey Oswald was a time traveler. Yeah, he's like, I have to. I said, if I don't kill JFK, he's going to grow up and raise somebody who's going to be in corn. Yeah, and he couldn't stop it. It was inevitable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John, then- John F. Cornady. <laughs> <laughs> so then the bullet just ricochets around while the band plays the song, and then it flies back out toward the girl, and then stops right in front of her face, and it falls into her hand. And then we see the cop getting sad because he almost killed a little girl. Oh, I thought he was like, damn, she didn't die. (laughs) I mean, that's that's how cops really are. Right. Right. She doesn't Um, use it as like a marker on the on the hopscotch thing. I don't think so. Maybe that's how I remember it. I think you're right. Yeah. 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 I I don't know. Maybe that's just my how I remember it. I haven't seen it in a long time either. We should watch it. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I'm, I'm all right. Okay. Someday. Okay. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. We're just doing a corn podcast. Let's not get ahead <laughs> of our. Let's not get a monkey like ourselves a, either. What was I calling him? Grape jelly. You had all kinds. Yes, because his last name is Welch. RV yes, yeah. grape jelly. Silver bullet. <laughs> silver bullet. Silver oh, because he's because yeah. his last name's Silvera. <laughs> so that is that's our episode about Oof. the Family Values tour and. If it seems like we're not spending a lot of time on all the success they had immediately after Follow the Leader, it's because, as I mentioned at the top of the show, and I'll mention next episode, they didn't promote Follow the Leader that much. They did two singles and then moved on to recording the next album because Follow the Leader was so huge without any of that. They didn't really need it. So uh, that's our episode. I have to piss like a fucking (laughs) corn horse. Well, that corn 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 coffee will do to you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right through you. (laughs) I have to vomit. No No human bladder can contain corn coffee. I have to run to the nearest hospital and get my stomach pumped. (laughs) Do we have anything to plug before we get out of here? Uh, Heart shaped pod and three dollar pod. Y'all go listen to those. Heart Shape Pod and uh, $3 Pod Y'all are our other musical podcast. $3 Pod Y'all has made uh, an impact on all of my coworkers. They now quote it to me. So that's fun. That's a fun thing for me. Andy? What? Do you have anything to plug? Oh, no. Just, uh, you know, ghoul school. Um, I promise I'll finish the n- next episode soon. Hey, yeah, do that. I promise. Uh, all right. We got to get out of here. I'm going to piss myself. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.